This is CliffCentral.com. Animal Central on CliffCentral.com. Good afternoon and welcome back to Animal Central. It is a glorious day in Joburg today because we are having rain and quite a lot of it. Um, I think other parts are having um, even more than what we're having here in studio at the moment. Also amazing to see. I've got friends who are in the Kruger National Park at the moment and they were driving past, um, I think, Crocodile River last yesterday and there was absolutely no rain, no water in the riverbed and then they drove there this morning and it's flooding. So yay, our long awaited rains are here. Doesn't mean that we're out of the woods yet because obviously our production crops have had a very tough time. Um, and our livestock animals and wild animals. So, but it's good, it's good that we're having the rain now, but this isn't an excuse to waste water. So please still um, conserve your water, be water wise, um, and just spare every drop that you can. So you can get hold of us, um, on Cliff Central. The number is 0861 555 or you can get us on Twitter at cliffcentral.com, Facebook Cliff Central, and then WeChat. It's Cliff Central and you tap connect and then message to show to send us a message. So I'm joined by a wonderful guest today in studio. <clears throat> I have Cassandra Barbosa from Alps joining us. Cassandra, welcome. Hi, Ainsley. Hi, welcome. Thank you for coming through. So you guys, I really want to get into the work that you do because you do such amazing work. Um, it really strikes a chord with me because it's something that I'm very passionate about. Do you want to explain a bit about the work that you guys undertake? Okay, so um, some people call it outreach. Some people call it welfare. Other people call it animal rescue. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's it's a little bit of all three. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the main focus is in the township of Etwatwa, which okay. is about 25 kilometers east out of Benoni, so mm-hmm. heading towards um, Pumalanga. In okay. fact, um, the area that we work on work on borders in Pumalanga. Oh. And um, it's it's basically a program. I wouldn't really call it an outreach because we are there literally um, every week. Wow, um, okay. Almost, almost sort of every two, three days. We are very much on the ground. Um, we've partnered with, um, well, partners not the right word i think we've we've got a resident uh, who we all affectionately call julius that's his, yes. his real name but okay. he's become quite a, a celeb on uh, on facebook okay he is a resident of the ward that we that we service and he first came to us about mm, three years ago with with his animals and um we treated them and and did what we do: sterilize, vaccinate, deworm, um, and and Julius just became more and more involved in the work that we did. He showed a real affinity, a real love for his animals, oh, and wow. above all, um, he's fifty-four years old. A real okay. willingness to learn, oh, wow. um, which struck a chord with me. Mm. Struck a chord with um, what we believe is sustainable, and that's mm-hmm. education. Yes. Um, and the fact that here we have a man who is 54 mm. years of age already set in his ways um, wanting to learn and wanting wow. to help and you know he was unemployed at the time mm. and he was willing to to do what he did volunteered his That's time amazing. his love his passion and um, you know started running around the community telling them about what we do mm. and and that to me is the spirit of what we do yes. um, because so many people somehow expect some sort 
form of recognition yep. or, Pain you know, um, and here is, here is a humble person who is living in his community mm-hmm. and, 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 and doing this for the love of the animals mm. in his community. And so Julius came on board. We, we gave him basic training, etc. He's got a wonderful relationship with our vet. Um, he's learned a lot. Mm. He proudly displays his certificates on his wall. Oh, um, <laughs> well done, Julius. <laughs> and, you know, I, I name him because he really, without him, he's our eyes and ears. Mm. Okay. Um, him and I have a WhatsApp relationship like, like no other. Um, and he basically is, um, our ambulance on, wow. on the ground. So whenever th- there's an incident, uh, you know, people bring their animals to him, whether it's, Oh dear, my cat was run over and I've got a litter of four kittens. Mm. Julius, what do I do? Mm. You know, there's an animal that's been knocked over by a car. Julius, now when can I sterilize wow. my dog? When is the next sterilization day? Etc. Etc. Et so I speak to Julius on average three, four, five times a day Um, and that's and that's how we manage it and it's amazing it's um it's very effective Mm. and um you know and then we've got a a, a communication with the vet as well so Mm. julius gives us all the details of the patients coming in that day (laughs) i can just tell you i take great pride in saying to julius you know your english your written english has improved since i forced you to use whatsapp (laughs) and tell us about this he sends me all these pictures so most of the pictures you see on facebook come off julius's phone Okay. Julius, you sound like a legend. So, um, you know, it's, um, it's, it's wonderful. And yeah, we, we go in, we use our own private vehicles to mm-hmm. travel in. We do, we pick up dogs in the morning. We take them in to the vet. We do what we need. And if they're ready to go home that afternoon, then after work, we, off we go. Okay. Otherwise we schedule, you know, whenever they're ready. We, we've got our vets on WhatsApp. They, they awesome young vets. So sure. they, they, they think very differently. <laughs> they, they engage very differently. Mm. Um, and so we use social media quite a lot mm. and it's, it's very effective. And, wow. um, yeah. And then the dogs get delivered back it's either myself or my husband who drives them through before or after work and um basically that's that's the operations okay and you found you founded alps how how did this how did it happen because i mean you you're in it right (laughs) so you have you have a serious a serious day job (laughs) (laughs) a real pain job yeah (laughs) um Ainsley, you know, my passion ever since I can remember myself as a child is, is animals. Mm. Um, all animals, but I have got a real affinity with dogs mm. and, um, in fact, a real affinity with wolves. You know, mm. I'd, I've done some part-time studying in, in that department as well, but always loved dogs. Um, and I was never able to pursue a career, um, in, in, in that area for, for various reasons. And so, um, over time, obviously I had children to, to mm. take care of and now they're all grown up and now I've, I've got time on my hands. And I thought to myself, you know, I've helped over the years with other organizations, mm-hmm. with other vets. I've, I've done outreaches and things. And I thought, well, why not do something in your own backyard? Mm. There is such a need. Mm. Um, there are other organizations in Benoni who do amazing work. Um, but there's just, so much yeah. need and I thought well you know if you, if you and and being in in, in project management you know mm-hmm. I, I set goals and objectives <laughs> and I thought well why not make this a project with a specific goal end goal in mind um and 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 a focused area because you 
you cannot, as much as you mm. want to, you cannot help every animal. No, yeah. And that's the hardest, hardest part. And we are faced with that mm. every single day. Um, you know, difficult decisions. It's, it's opened up my world into what potentially I think a vet and, uh, you know, vet nurses and, and SPCAs and other welfares. And the decisions that one has to make are heartbreaking mm-hmm. at times, but, um, it it needs to be a focused effort mm-hmm. if it's to be sustainable, and Definitely. that's and, and that's, that's the most important. That's thing. the most important, and mm-hmm. I think that's what that's what people struggle with mm-hmm. the most because when you have to when you have to juggle emotion, mm-hmm. because if there's no emotion, then you can't do this yeah. type of work, yeah. right? Um, but at the same time, you do you do you're have to by resources. you're limited yeah. by resources, and you do mm-hmm. have to make those decisions so 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 that's the toughest call Mm. um and that's why i think you know i I do want to say my husband is my mainstay um in this you know we it's it's us it's our partnership it's um volunteers will come and go supporters will Mm. come and go but at the end of the day this is our project Mm. and it it will live for as long as we want it to Mm. um so you need that sort of support because it does it does take a lot of time. Yes. It takes a lot of effort and energy, um, and mm. energy mm. Um, physical, emotional, mm. um, etc. If you really want to do things properly and mm. make a difference. And, you know, one thing I always used to say is I'm here for the animals, which mm. I am. I still mm. say that. But in the four years that we've been that we've been doing this, there is absolutely no way that you can. Um, not get involved with mm. the people, mm. and we've worked in the same community for those four years. Wow. So there are relationships yes. there. There are uh, people that we see, um, children that we've seen growing up, wow. um, dogs that we've seen growing up, mm. um, and it becomes it all becomes very intrinsic and mm-hmm. very involved and it's more and more a community project right. it's a service that you provide to that community and you know sometimes when you have those really down days where things have really really got tough and you s- sort of start asking yourself all sorts of questions and you get that one message from an owner that you know he sends you a picture of his dog and he mm. says Look how well Snoopy's doing. Oh man, that's and I've got you know, oh. And Snoopy Snoopy now looks nice and fat mm. and his hair's grown and he's sterilized and he's a we, happy we, boy. we we brought back Snoopy from yeah. Parvo. Wow. Do you know what I'm saying? And and, and in that journey we not not only brought Snoopy back from Parvo, but We've now got an owner who understands what Parvo is, mm. who understands why we had to vaccinate, mm. who understands why he almost lost his dog, mm. who can share that with his family and friends, who can share it with his children, who understands why we've sterilized, who understands mm. how awesome the dog looks mm. now that he's sterilized and and why his dog is not jumping walls and wanting to fight mm-hmm. with other dogs. Exactly. And And then you've got youngsters coming to you. Please sterilize my dog. Please sterilize really? my dog. No, really. Um, Ainsley. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. And that's, and I mean, I've, I posted, I think, a photo two or three days ago. In fact, it was on Sunday we picked up uh, dogs for sterilization. And they, there were two young boys who came to Julius and said, from different families, and said, we've got two dogs and we want them sterilized. Wow. And, you know, uh, 
that was definitely not the case four years ago. Exactly, yeah. Um, for you know, people didn't know what sterilization mm. was. They didn't trust it. Yes, they, they didn't. They wouldn't have seen it as a benefit. They yeah. didn't understand why. Wow. But at the same time, they were having these puppies. They didn't know what to do with exactly. them. They got rid of them in their own way. Mm. Um, or the dog got tied up when she was on heat or, or the dog whatever. Ran away, got whatever. Back off or, you know? Yeah. And now they're going, wow, there's this, there's this procedure that we can do. And then they're like, well, um, if I give you my dog, am I actually going to get yes, it back? Yeah. It's a lot of that. Yes. So, and that's why I think um, it's important to, if you can, to stay in mm-hmm. that community and make a conscious decision that mm-hmm. that's the community yeah. that you're going to help. I think you're absolutely spot on there. I mean, during my work as a veterinary nurse, I've worked in a variety of outreach situations because it is a huge passion of mine. And any any opportunity that I get, I will. So I'm saying this on record. I would love to assist with your next awesome. bay day. I will gladly. Invitation extended. Yay. <laughs> Brilliant. Most welcome. Get my rusty nursing Most skills back welcome. into action. But I think it's so important because, and it's the same if you look at um, sort of, you can gen- even extend it to human aid. So there's been lots of reports <clears throat> and studies done on it of, of this sort of intermittent aid. So if you go into an impoverished area and you just give food, but then you leave, or you just do a first vaccination and then you leave, you actually end up causing more harm than harm than good. Especially if you look at animal populations, especially domestic animals in impoverished areas, generally there's a tipping point within the, its own population and disease will come in and it'll cause yes a lot of cruelty and a lot of horrible stuff but it it will even out in its own way but now if we come in and you go in and i've had this problem before and i've seen it firsthand of the damage that's caused by um outreach programs where you go in and you only vaccinate or you only dip or you only so you're treating parasites which is a very good thing because parasites are cruel and they're very horrible for the animal but the problem is if you're just treating the population you're making them healthier and then they can still breed and then they're going to breed more so now you've got more animals the same amount of resources so the same amount of food the same amount of water the same amount of space the same amount of territories so you have more animals competing for already limited resources and basically what happens is you're compounding cruelty because now you have even more animals a complete explosion in the population because the population is now healthier and feeling better or they've had dog food for a month so they're all eating yummy dog food getting really healthy having a great time with each other but now you have even more mouths to feed so I absolutely wholeheartedly take my hat off and congratulate you on the holistic approach that you've taken and I think I think you, you, you hit the nail on the head when you say that you have to be realistic. Cause I think the problem is, is when you're faced in these situations, you just want to help everything. And you, you, how can I say to that child over there that, no, sorry, I'm, I can't help your cat or, you know, I can only do this, this amount or whatever. It, it's very difficult, but to sustain a program as you, and as you say, if you, so for example, if you had have burnt out in your first year, if you had have gone in, just spayed everything you looked at and done everything and then not had any money to continue, you wouldn't have been able to get the education that you've got now. So the fact that you've got education within the community is, I'm just absolutely, I'm, I'm blown away. I congratulate you so much. I think it's amazing what you've been doing and pretty much single handedly by the, by the sounds of things as well. Um, I I I I wouldn't say single-handedly. I, I would say obviously the, the the project is is managed um, single-handedly. Um, but as I say, we've had we've had um, various uh, core volunteers, but they Great. come and go. Okay. Vets come and go. Um, and at the moment, we we we. Oh, 
for the last sort of 18 months, two years almost. We partnered with um, Benoni Vet. Okay. Um, so, you know, we, we do try and create sustainable relationships mm-hmm. because that, that helps as well. Mm. Um, and not all vets are, are, are willing to help. Mm. Un- unfortunately, I do have to say that it's very difficult yeah. to find vets who are willing mm-hmm. to play their part in, yep. in, in, in a society, yep. um, um, Outreach mm-hmm. or society or reaching out mm-hmm. to community projects. Yeah. So I am very happy that the vets now have to do this. Community service, yes. Okay. Because I think it gives organizations like ourselves an opportunity mm. to leverage those resources, yes. number one. Yes. Secondly, I think it does everybody a whole lot of good to actually go and see what's out there. First hand. Okay. Exactly. Once they've qualified mm-hmm. and to get them involved in projects like that. And mm. I must say yes. that the vets that we um, are involved with at the moment and uh, in fact the last two years, the, the sterilizations we've done are all vets that um, they're all very young vets qualified in the last two, three years, but that they were all involved in outreach programs while they were studying. Okay. So here we've got like-minded individuals. Brilliant. Okay. So having said that, we've got, we've had exceptions where we've had specialist, um, 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 vets. Specialist doctors mm-hmm. come and take part in our sterilization days. That's fantastic. And that to me is That's a, a big wow. That is. I won't mention names and give everybody free advertising, but, <laughs> but I do want to give them, um, you know, that is awesome because, that is amazing. because, um, that just speaks volumes for me. And, yeah. and to just go back to sustainability, Ainsley, it's, it's tough. It's really tough. Um, Without going into the the financials, um, we we had some very good corporate sponsorship last year, okay. um, but that's done and dusted. They choose a charity every year, so that's our biggest challenge mm. is is funding. Um, we've applied to the lotto. We've mm-hmm. we've applied to my school. Um, mm. um, you know, we, we're a we're a between three fifty and four hundred k project mm. okay. um, a year. It's a huge, Costs, huge, yeah. huge, um, operation. So, um, but the sustainability is definitely there with yes. the young generation. Yeah. That's where you're going to make the difference. Yeah. And, you know, to go in, I think there's a place, you know, to go in and do two, 200 sterilizations in a week and walk away and come back to two years later. It depends if it's a very remote area, mm-hmm. then maybe, I don't know. I can't mm-hmm. comment on that. I, I was involved in that once. I don't believe that the sustainability of that is there. Mm-hmm. And like you say, sometimes more damage is done. But um, we are very strict with with the community that we serve. And we are bombarded with calls because, you know, the word travels. Mm-hmm. And then you get phone calls from all sorts of other areas mm-hmm. of, of the mm-hmm. township, which is huge. And we have to say, I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, phone A, B, or C because mm. we cannot help you. Um, our community, mm. our ward comes first, and you have to do that. Um, we've had uh, people come to us uh, who are breeding dogs, mm-hmm. you know, the, yep. the greyhounds especially, yep. um, and they'll come to us with their 10, 11 dogs. And, yep. you know, Ainsley, to look at them and to say, I'm sorry, but I cannot help you because – Firstly, you have to sterilize yeah. your dog, yeah. and they, of course, they don't want to do that. Yeah. It's it's a form of of income for them, and yeah. 
we can get into all sorts of philosophical mm. debates, mm. but at the end of the day, maybe it's what puts food on the table. Uh, you know, that's the realistic mm. thing as well. So, um, having said that, there are owners that have decided to to turn things around. Yay. We've got one who who still has his hunting pack, but they're all sterilised. Oh, you know, that's great. But but you do have to say. I'm sorry, yeah. I can't. Oh, but my dog is sick. I'm sorry, I yeah. can't. And you know, it takes its toll on the volunteers. Yes. The volunteers yes. don't understand that because yeah. they're in and out and they yeah. don't understand it. And we've had some people who can't cope with yeah. that because it's hard. Yeah. Um, but that is the only way that you're going to yeah. make a sustainable it's, difference. This is not something that, you know, I see this project going into, I can't believe we, we're in our fifth year. Yeah, that's right? brilliant. And, and it's, it's something that I'm not going to walk away from. I certainly am not going to walk away yeah. from that community. I'm certainly not walking away from Julius. Yeah. And, um, yeah. Well, you, I mean, it's amazing. You, we had a chat earlier and you were saying how this, this community, I mean, they don't have very reliable water access and they, so they're 25 kilometers outside of Benoni proper. So if they don't have a job or transportation, they're pretty, they're pretty much stuck there. And I mean, in my mind, I always think that that happens outside of Gauteng. I don't think that we have those type of problems inside of Gauteng. But this, I mean, this is, it's so, 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 so it is. Um, the, the township is huge. It's actually an extension of Davyton. Okay. Um, so therefore, as the township expands and mm. grows, so you get the, mm. um, the poorer areas. So, and, and that's the ward that we've chosen to work in is, is the poorer area mm. where the majority of people still stay in their cuckoos, their tin mm. shanties. Um, they do not have, they've got outside toilets. Some of them are fortunate enough to have running water, but most of them don't. Sure. Um, <clears throat> they get the water truck that comes in there two, three times a week to, mm. to, to give them water. Sure. Um, they have uh, little, uh, you know, um, buckets and reserves and things that they keep their water in, and um, and that's how they live. And mm. those that do have running water, the water gets cut, mm. uh, you know, three four times a week without any sure. notice. So as soon as they've got water running through that one tap mm. on the property, okay, one tap. They fill everything they mm. possibly can mm. so that they can, you know, Store it's bath water, water it's mm. cooking water, it's drinking water, it, and mm. for their dogs, right? Mm. And we were talking about the heat, mm. Ainsley, um, you know, and there's no water. There's no water for the people. Mm. There's no water for the dogs, right? Sure. And that's how people live. And and this is the other thing. Doing this work has... Uh, has opened my eyes to how the majority mm. of South Africans live. Yep. And I, I really don't want to make that a political statement, mm. but it is what it is. It's the truth. And um, I'm very proud to say that I've been given the opportunity, in following my passion, I've been given the opportunity, which is an absolute privilege as a white South African, um, to, to see for myself mm. How people live day mm. to day and have to survive day to day. Mm. Um, that gives you a very different view on why they do what they do, mm. um, how they treat the animals, why they treat mm. the animals the way they do. Mm. Um, and, and as an outsider, uninformed as I was mm. four years ago, I would have made judgment calls yep. and things like that, that. So, so it's an education within the township about yeah. the animals. 
and then it's an education, equal education to friends, colleagues, oh, family, that's my b- outside oh, the township, that's my best around friend. the dinner table, oh, guys. You don't want to see me if I'm, yeah, if I'm I've around made, people. I've made some. And the comment, oh, oh, you go to townships. Oh, but they're so cruel. There's so much cruelty there. Yep. I said, rubbish. I can show yep. you people that live in my complex, my complex in North Riding. There's more cruelty to their dogs with those Labradors. Boxes, Jack Russell's stuck in two meters squared in their garden. Supposedly educated walks. people, educated, right? Educated, affluent people. They Thank drive you. big Lani cars. Thank yes, you. the house is tiny and the garden is tiny. Those dogs, dogs in my complex suffer more than majority of the dogs that I've worked with in townships. And the cruelty that you get in townships, it's lack of resources and it's lack of, lack of education. It's not this negligent, horrible, oh, no, I can, I, <laughs> you hit my, one of my soft spots there when I hear this. Oh my gosh. No, these dogs in the township, it's so cruel. You must just take all of them away. Mm-hmm. It's rubbish. I would rather take half the dogs that live in bloody complexes and go and sterilize them, make sure they're fed well enough and pop them in townships. I promise you dogs have better lives there. Dogs are dogs. They interact with each other. As long as you can control the diseases and there is access to water and food and shelter for these dogs. They live a yeah. pretty better life. And I, 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 you know, Ainsley. <laughs> <laughs> Rant over for okay, now. <laughs> you definitely need to come to our sterilization day. I think you and I, I will it. have a drink. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> um, and, and, you know, I invite people to go and have a look at mm. our, at our, uh, our videos and, and see for themselves the happiness. Mm. Those dogs smile exactly. when they go back, you know, and you do, you get these oh. Facebook Facebook trolls that come oh, onto your webpage every now and then and they're like, oh, I hope you're not sending this you're dog back. You're enabling them. Know? You're just enabling no, them. No, no, no. So, I'll bloody enable you with my foot. So, oh, no, yeah, I get so grumpy no, with those so, people. You know, in the four years that, that we've been doing work there, I can, by memory, probably there's three, been three cases of cruelty mm. where it was intentional. Mm. Okay, and then we called in um, inspectors, and we Good. and and we dealt with that, Good. obviously according to the process, and we we did what needed to be done. But spot on, Ainsley. Mm. You know, if there is the only, the only cruelty, time when it swings is when you get dog fighting. When yes. you get dog fighting in communities, yes. then it all goes to so S- listen to H1 this story about dog fighting. Um, we've got an owner who's been with us from the outset of the project. Okay. She had two dogs when we first got to know her. And about 18 months ago, she came to us and said, um, Cassandra, please, please, can you take Bobby away? Mm. And Bobby's blind in one mm-hmm. eye. And, um, you know, we've known this dog. We've sterilized him ages ago. And why? What's wrong? Um, no, 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 no. This dog is suffering. I said, well, what do you mean? I have noticed that the dog sort of disappears every now and okay. then and, you know, is gone for like two, three months and comes back. And and she said her 14-year-old, oh. who she is petrified of because, of course, now he's involved in yeah. gangs and oh, all sorts. Man. She says, Cassandra, please take Bobby because oh, Bobby. so-and-so is using Bobby for fighting. Shit. And... And we did. We Good. took Bobby and we rehomed him. Good. In fact, one of our volunteers has, has got Bobby. But oh. there again, yeah. that sustainability, that trust, that, that relationship, that, that, that yeah. she came to me yeah. 
Okay. Um, afraid of her own son because yeah. that's how it is once they get involved in the yeah. gangs. But she still had to look and, out for Bobby. And she said to me, please don't tell him that <gasps> you've taken him, but please come and take wow. Bobby away. Oh, man. So, uh, you know, I, I could sit here all day and, and, and share mm-hmm. stories mm-hmm. with you, but th- those, those are the things that, that you, you can achieve only by staying in a yeah, community yeah. and, and, and over Getting time making a difference. And, and when the time comes, cause the time will come that, you know, my husband and I move on and whether we hand this over to somebody else or whatever, you know, that, that, that sustainability mm. remains that mm. model. Mm. If I can put a corporate yeah. term in here, no. um, that model is there mm. and, and somebody can take it and run with it and, and, and that we, that we leave a legacy that is sustainable yeah. because, I, you know, it's, it's a community that's growing with us. The kids are growing with yeah. us. Um, and, and that's how it spreads. That's mm. how you make the real difference. Exactly. And, yeah. and, and this is why we, you know, fundraising is a biggie for us and, um, we hate asking for money, but we do. We, we need to. the money and, and we invite you know, people who donate to us, we are very open with our operations. We invite people to come um, with, to our yeah. sterilization days. One thing I haven't mentioned, um, on a monthly basis, mm-hmm. we provide 1,000 tons of food. Wow. To collect that Jeez. is hectic. hectic. That's amazing. Every One, month. Every month. Every month. Every month, sure. 1,000 tons of dog food and 30 wow. hampers of cat food. In the wow. beginning when we started there, we didn't see cats for almost two years. Really? Now they're starting <gasps> to come Dance to us with cats. their cats. Oh, my favorite cat. They're cat. my favorite. Because oh. now it's, now people, all the cat yeah. owners are coming. But yeah, 1,000, uh, 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 cats of food. And, and, and what we do is obviously we get all sorts of um, food and what we do the Saturday, but it's always on a Sunday the food drop mm-hmm. and the Saturday we get together and there's normally on average about four of us mm-hmm. and we repackage we mix all that food, the good food, the not so good food That's or whatever brilliant. and we repackage it and then we put in tinned food mm-hmm. so everybody gets, every dog gets six kgs of dry bag. food and, and, and the tin so oh. we feed on average between 150, 170 dogs roughly Um so yeah, we don't have corporates donating to us. It's all private. So to sustain that is is yeah. is is a hectic thing. Sure. So so that's also well. Um, we're going to. I want you to give out your number for now, mm-hmm. please. If people want, or your, or how to get how do people get hold of you? Yep. So while we have this music break, you the the listeners can go and get hold of you and offer their donations. Excellent. Okay. So the number to reach me on is zero eight two. Seven seven one zero five one one, and during the day because I'm, you know, in my paid in a real job. job. <laughs> uh, if you for, if you if you call that number, please just leave a message. I will return the call. Um, otherwise, um, otherwise you can reach Facebook? me on e- email. Okay. Okay. C a s s b a r at live. L-I-V-E dot C-O dot Z-A. We're on Facebook. If you search us for the first time, it's Animal Lovers Project Swing. Otherwise, it's Alps. We're on Facebook. And Facebook is where we're the most active. Okay. Uh, we're on YouTube as well. We've got Alps TV, if you look oh. for us on on there. Um, but if you can't get hold of me on my phone, um, email me. I'm very good on email. 
or um, inbox me on Facebook. I'm very good Great. on that as well, and I will respond. Great. Well, we're going to go to a quick music break now, and then when we come back, you're going to have to explain your name. <laughs> <laughs> this is CliffCentral.com. Welcome back. That was a great little music break. Our live listeners were lucky enough to hear it. Sorry for the podcast listeners, but that was Lost <laughs> Out Here by Samuel Miller. Um, so I have the lovely Cassandra Barbosa here from Alps. Um, Alps stands for Animal Lovers Project Swing. What? <laughs> what are you doing with animal lovers and swinging and what? Yes, <laughs> there that's must the be piece a story I haven't told this. you about. Yes. <laughs> no, okay, so maybe you should clarify this before I come on one of your outreaches. Yeah, I'm down to outreach. No, no, no. This is, swinging. no, this is the reason you should come on our <laughs> outreaches. <laughs> um, okay, so swing was the name of the first dog that oh. we helped. Um, she was a cross sort of German shepherd, um, your typical sort of what you see mostly in the township, mm. brown and tan. Mm. And um, <clears throat> her owner didn't want her anymore because she was old. We get a lot of that. And again, an opportunity for education. Mm. Do you give your gogo up when she's exactly. old? You know. Yeah. Um, anyway, so this this owner was dead set. She didn't want swing. And uh, we took her in. Checked her out, um, sterilized her, and found cancer. Mm. And uh, the vet at the time um, said to me, "You know, I've got her on the table. What would you like to do?" Um, I said, "Well, you know what? Let's give her the benefit of the doubt." Mm. Um, and we did. And and I think that, well, I know for a fact that that's what cemented it in my mind. Mm. Um, and we rehomed Swing. And she lived um, three years. Um, she was rehomed to um, a lovely lady in Madrand, and Swing passed away last Aww. year, April. So she had a good three years Aww. ahead of her. She had an awesome life. And um, we have never come across another dog named Swing. Swing. No, it's a there's lots of Snoopies and Blackies and Dangers and Whiteies yeah. and. <laughs> My best never was when I was in a Moiki in the Eastern Cape, and there was a dog called Acquired. Oh. I said, how did you get this dog? I acquired it. Oh, <laughs> that dog's name precious. is acquired. But listeners, precious. please, we would love to hear from you. Um, we don't bite, contrary to popular belief. Um, get hold of us <laughs> on WeChat, Cliff Central, Tap Connect, and Message to Show. Facebook, Cliff Central, Twitter at cliffcentral.com. And our number is 0861 Cassandra, I want you to repeat your number in case people didn't listen to that. And anyone, if you've missed any of the details, this is all available on podcast. Just go to Cliff Central and then the Animal Central page. Okay, so that number again is 082-771-0511. Leave a message or go onto Facebook, send, send me a private message. Um, or the email C-A-S-S-B-A-R at live.co.za Reminder, I do have a full-time job So mm-hmm. I'll probably only get to it after hours But I will definitely respond Brilliant So now I want to speak about money Because I want people to give you their money mm. So that we can help these Thank amazing you. and this amazing community and I think Thank it's you. it really is outstanding work that you guys are doing. Um I know you've got a golf day coming up. 
Yes. So you want to tell us a bit about that? Yes. So the golf day is a week from today. Mm-hmm. Um, on the 16th of March. On the 16th of March. Um, it's uh, a shotgun uh, tee-off at 12 o'clock. Benoni Lake Club. I hope that golf people know what that means because mm. I'm like, you play golf with shotguns. No, and we're not going to kill anybody, <laughs> I promise. Um, it, it just basically means everybody gets to start at the same time. Okay. Okay, at 12 o'clock. Um, we've done amazingly well. We've sold lots of four balls and um, we've still got about six four balls left. Mm. So please, 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 please. We have got a target that we'd like to meet. Mm-hmm. Um, so anybody out there who wants to join us, Paul Rotherham is, is going to be our um, MC. We've got some amazing companies uh, being represented, lots of real estate agents. So if okay. you're looking for a networking business opportunity, it's great. really great. Mm. I'm, I'm really, really um, glad with the selection that we've got this year. Mm. So there's some uh, – we want to make this an event of distinction so mm. that we attract we attract good Good companies yes. and good folk out there who can support yeah. us. Um, <clears throat> and a uh, whole sponsorships. Um, so a four ball is 2000 Rand, mm-hmm. 500 Rand a player. That includes dinner, mm-hmm. um, green fees. Um, and then a four, uh, a whole sponsorship is a thousand Rand mm-hmm. and you get to, um, you know, market your, your company or yourself or whatever you want to do with that whole put up gazebos, marketing material, etc., etc., et for, for the day. Um, we've still got a few of those left as well. So okay. our cutoff date is Sunday. Okay. Um, but please, um, if you can contact me on any of those contact details I've provided. Um, that's the biggest fundraiser we've got planned for mm-hmm. this year. And you are fully registered NPO and yes. you've got all the tax. Yes. How does all that work? So we've been registered. So we're a full, f- fully Correct. registered non-profit organization. We are a PBO as well, which mm-hmm. means we're registered with SARS. Okay. So all donations, whether they are monetary or otherwise, um, will get Section 18 tax receipts Brilliant. and uh, full tax rebates will apply. Um, so yeah, so that's again something that is important for companies who who mm. want to contribute. Um, we are also BEE certified, so you can get points towards your your CSI as mm. as a company. So uh, we've you know we've got audited financials. As I say, there was a corporate who sponsored us last year, so we we had all our ducks in a row mm. for a corporate sponsorship. So mm. yes, we are fully above above board. And uh, very proud to to be Good. so. Thank you. That's great. And then, do you have a wish list? Yes. Um, d- Apart from millions of millions yeah, of dollars, yeah. all the dollars, all the right. dollars. Wish list. I always say the two Fs: food and funds. Okay. Um, those those are the those are the things that drive us. So mm. funds, obviously, uh, two. For sterilization days, we're planning mm-hmm. two sterilization days this year. Just to clarify, we we do two sterilization days a year. We try and do one in April and another one sort of October, November time frame in the summer months where we go into um, Etwatwa and mm-hmm. we use the school. We've mm-hmm. got a school as a base Brilliant. and we set up a full hospital there. We take up four or five classrooms. We do full triage. Everything is Great. set up properly and we, we do about 50 to 60 mm-hmm. animals in one day. So we do two of those a year. Obviously, we sterilize in between as well. So those those sterilization days take priority, and we need funds for mm. that. So 
anything is welcome. Mm. Uh, donations from um, the, uh, the the reps from um, yes. the, the the companies, yeah, the pharmaceuticals, the pharmaceut- mm-hmm. that, that's it, pharmaceuticals, the drug companies, please, mm. uh, vaccines, dewormers, everything that we can use for our sterilization day because, mm. uh, you know, we want to use the funds for mm. for for what's needed. So if we can, it's the most cost-effective way of doing yeah. that is, is to do it that way. Obviously, bringing the animals into the clinic is a lot more expensive. Yes. So that's that's the biggie this year. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, and then food, yeah, to get to that 1,000 kilos every month, um, is, we don't have, another thing I forgot to mention, we don't have dedicated shelter facilities. Yes. Okay, because we do all our work in the township. Mm. So it's, it's not a shelter, we don't keep dogs, Mm. we don't take dogs away and keep them in a shelter, that's Mm. not, um, how we work. And we partner with a school in, in the township. And that's our base. So okay. when we go in to feed, uh, that's, you know, we do mm-hmm. all our work from, from mm-hmm. the school. So, um, yeah, so it's food and funds. Um, um, and then what sleep. about volunteers? Obviously, you now have a, vo- a veterinary nurse for Mahala <laughs> on your next spare day. <laughs> but what, what sort of volunteers do you require on the days? Or is there not so much of a need for volunteers? So I, I encourage volunteers um, who are around the Benoni area to join us um, on food drops. Mm-hmm. So obviously, unless you, you want to travel to go mm. there, we, we leave quite early. We we leave home at 6. We, we Food drops are like they run from 7 till sort of 9 in the morning on a Sunday. Okay. Um, that gives people an opportunity to get into the township and see and get hands yes. on and see the dogs and see the people and, and see what goes on and mm. see the food being handed out. Uh, it's not just the food. We we, we deworm and we... And we um, Dip. dip and frontline and mm-hmm. all the rest. Um, so that's a volunteering opportunity. And then obviously for the sterilization days as well, that's the biggie. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to get hands on there. So anybody, obviously the, the vets and the vet nurses priority. Mm-hmm. And then we need folk who are um, able and willing mm-hmm. and want to get hands on and help with, mm-hmm. with the dogs in recovery or the mm-hmm. sick dogs or work with, with the owners. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, volunteers always welcome. Volunteers for fundraising as well. Mm, definitely. Volunteers for punting our events. You know, there's, you know, there's the, the one thing I posted, I think two days ago. If you can't, I can't remember how it goes now. If you can't yes. adopt, if you can't, if you can't donate, volunteer. Yeah. If, if you can't volunteer, adopt. If you can't adopt, foster. Or it goes, it starts if you, if you can't adopt and then it goes like that. But I love that one. Yeah, if you can't adopt, foster. If, if you, you can't, can't foster, foster, donate. If you can't donate, volunteer. volunteer. If you can't volunteer, educate. Educate. There, we did yeah. it. Yeah. 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 So, so, yeah. so there's a role for, mm. for everybody. Everyone. And I, you know, I, like I say, Welcome anybody to come and see how we do our work. Some yeah. people don't want to go in and be hands on. Some people want to use their skills elsewhere. So if you want to volunteer, please contact me and we can absolutely accommodate you. And from my side, it is the best. It'll be one of the best days of your life. You have never, oh, I, yes. I get a, a lot of my like soul food from doing outreach mm-hmm. work because there is to have people that are just so grateful for help and they don't, they didn't even know that this, as you say, they didn't even know this type of help except uh, existed. I mean, it's just, and I mean, I want you, we're going to finish off on some good stories. So 
that's one of the things from these outreaches. You get the most amazing stories. And I'm sitting here with a huge, stupid grin on my face, just remembering some of mine. <laughs> and I mean, the sweetest thing like you'll get, we had this one little kid. He had his, his, his dog and he decided, cause it was, he had to walk far to get his yep. dog to the yep. um, municipal house that we were working from. And he decided it was too far for his dog to walk. So this little kid, the kid must have been about seven or eight years old, puts his dog in a wheelbarrow. Yes. He walks. Yes. He walks the 10 kilometers or whatever yes. with his gorgeous little dog yes. in the wheelbarrow. He sat there waiting for his dog to come out of, out of, out of surgery. As soon as this dog, he was there, he had brought a towel. He had brought a towel for his dog and he wrapped it around his dog and he just sat there with his dog. Yep. The whole day. Yep. I mean, stuff that just feeds yep. my soul. Yep. These people have nothing, but they just the love and gratitude that they have Absolutely. for you to help their animals. So oh. we we had a similar one at the last at the last Steri Day, um, a little boy who couldn't have been more than about eight, nine, okay, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. and he's still in our ward but lived far away mm-hmm. and. Um, Brought his dog and, uh, he was one of the last dogs to be done. Mm-hmm. So he was still, you know, there waking up and we always sort of stay with the stragglers and, and the last couple of dogs to wake up, we actually go and deliver mm-hmm. at home. So we put the dog in our car, put him in our car. I, you know, could tell that this little child mm-hmm. was not used to being in a car. Mm-hmm. It was just so oh. heartbreaking. And, and off we go and we arrive at, at his little, at his little house, his little shack, and and his mom was like, "Where have you been the whole day?" Really? So this little kid had left home, <gasps> hadn't told a soul. Really? Early in the morning, with his dog, had come to us to get him sterilized. To get him sterilized, and oh, man. and and that's and nobody knew where the child was. Him and his dog had oh, gone. Man. And you know, he, he just crept into all our hearts and, uh, oh. yeah, we check up on him because that's the other thing. We, we, we check up on, that's on brilliant. the dogs regularly. So, you know, again, the relationships yeah. and doggy's doing fine and, you know, oh. but yeah, that, that this, I mean, an eight year old, mm. the sense of responsibility and, and above all the sense of love that's amazing. that, that he, he's walked. He walked a good, I don't know, close to 10 Ks with sure. his dog. I don't know what time he left home that nobody saw him go. <laughs> oh, man, <laughs> and, that's and, so yeah. sweet. So, so, you know, things like that. Yeah. When you get the days that you're really struggling to continue, things like that keep yeah. you grounded. Oh. Mm-hmm. No, it's amazing. And I just, I find it so admirable that you have done this, literally taking sort of ownership of an area and a community near you. And I just, I always think what, how much better the world would be if everyone did that. If everyone, like, was prepared to step out of their comfort zone and look around them and see what needs help. And yes, maybe your calling is not animals. Maybe it's not people. Maybe Regardless. it's maybe mm. it's habitats. I mean, we've got such amazing habitats in such precarious areas and urban areas that are being developed. And I just, you know, I think social media is such a blessing and a curse in 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 both ways because sometimes. I think it disempowers people because people are like, oh, but I like that on Facebook. So it means I'm helping or I shared that. So I'm helping. But I, I just, uh, Cassandra, I tip my hat to you. I think it is absolutely admirable the work that you are doing. I, I, I wish you the best of success and I hope it goes from strength to strength. And listeners, you're going to hear it again. Please give generously to Alps. It'll give you ultimate amounts of good karma points and we all need those in this day and age <laughs> so Cassandra thank you so much for joining us listeners all of our details are on 
this podcast or go and find Alps on Facebook or and the details that Cassandra's given. Thank you so much, Ainsley. No, thank thank you, you for for giving up a whole hour, your whole time. Ah, I knew I couldn't give you any less. Um, I knew I was going to talk. Thank a you. Lot I really <laughs> appreciate it. Thank you so so much. Thank Brilliant. you. Okay, listeners, I'll be back next week. Animal Central on CliffCentral.com. This is CliffCentral.com.